0: Hey friend, my name is Pat Layton and this is your Permission to Pause podcast. My prayer for Permission to Pause is that it would become a quiet place that will provide you with a time, any time, between sunrise and sunset for you to step away from the hustle, to ponder a word from the Lord, maybe hear a little story, pray a simple prayer, That gives you the strength you need for your journey. So this is a place to pause, to breathe, and just be with Jesus. C.S. Lewis says in silence and meditation on the eternal truth, I hear the voice of God, which excites our hearts to greater love. And Charles Stone in his wonderful book, Holy Noticing, teaches that between stimulus and response, there is a space. Permission to pause is that kind of space. So welcome to your Permission to Pause. In this particular podcast, I am going to be interviewing someone, a speaker, a writer, a leader in our our community or in our world who will share a little bit of their own hearts and how they protect their permission to pause so i hope you enjoyed this special interview and you will find something in this discussion that will help you and bless your day hey friends welcome to permission to pause i'm always so honored and i can always when i'm talking into my microphone i picture a lot of beautiful faces, women who've encouraged me and who are giving me some feedback and thoughts and have left reviews on on your favorite podcast platform. So I just wanna thank you for joining me again for Permission Pause. And this is one of my little kind of different episodes here today where I have invited a friend, a dear friend who is also a speaker, a writer, an entrepreneur, to join me for this episode and share a few tips from her own heart in her own life about protecting her paws. So welcome today, beautiful Amy Carroll. Oh, thank you so much. Uh, I'm so glad to have you and I love seeing your, your sweet face and um, Amy and I go back many, many years to the time when I was serving on the board of directors of Proverbs 31 ministries, which was a high point in my life, a very joyful season. Amy and I met during that time and have been friends all these years since. So Amy has lots of things going on, but I want just to give Amy the mic to introduce herself and just to go into some dialogue. This is a short podcast, so just to dialogue a little bit with you. She has had her own podcast, so she's very familiar with this format. So Amy, welcome to Permission to Pause. Thank you for taking the time to join
1: me. Thank you so much for having me. This is delightful. So I guess I was supposed to self-introduce. Let's see. What should I say? Um, I am a speaker and a writer for Proverbs 31 Ministries. And as far as my life, I love God, number one. I really love God, and He has become the obsession of my life. But I also love God women and I love doing ministry with women and friendships with women and so in this empty nest season of my life I've been married for 32 years and we have two adult sons but in this empty nest season it's kind of delightful Pat do you feel that way I totally get you yeah you know we've invested in our families for so many years and that was a total blessing but this is a season of life where I'm getting to invest in some of my passions and some of the things that i love the most and so one of the things that i love the most is bible study i have a new study on esther coming out july 12th and then the other delight of my heart is that a friend invited me into her business and we are taking women on international trips so that is like the perfect package for me because it's bible study It's groups of women and spending lots of time together. And then it's getting my passport stamped, which is just a lifelong passion of mine, too. One of these days, I'm
0: going to join you on that. I was talking to my husband about it the other day. So you will see me on a trip.
1: Oh, good. We can't wait.
0: So what I'd like you to maybe just take a minute right now. This is the season of your life, which is very wonderful. I totally get it. I will tell you as you were just now getting into that season as you're, do you have grandchildren yet?
1: Not yet. I, I, you know, I'm not pressuring the newlyweds, but I have told them that I am ready whenever they are. Yeah, I get it. I get it. (laughs) So the seasons
0: do come and go, so definitely enjoying this one where there aren't grandchildren right now and you have Mm -hmm. complete freedom. But I know that a lot of my listeners are young women because they tell me about how they love the shortness of permission to pause. They can click in and have a few minutes of thinking about this. So I just want you to take yourself back to those years, probably when I first met you, when you still have kids at mm-hmm. home, you're a mom, you're trying to start and grow your writing and speaking ministry. You know, many women who listen to Permission to Pause might not be have a speaking and writing ministry, but they have a dream for some kind of business or, or starting some sort. So kind of put your brain back there for a few minutes in terms of how did you protect your pause during that busyness of life when that whole quiet time word sometimes gives you chill bumps or makes you feel uh, guilty because yes. Yeah. So help, help those listeners that might be in that place.
1: Well, it's such a great question and I I'll, I have a confession I guess to start my answer which is I'm a reforming perfectionist. And I think that my perfectionistic tendencies were at their height in those years when I when my children were young. I my heart was in the right place. I wanted to do everything well and I especially wanted to be the best mother that I could be. But so I almost am giving advice in retrospect because I don't know that I did protect my paws very well in those days. So great admission. (laughs) But there are things that I have learned along the way and one of them is the value of good enough. And I think one of the ways that we protect our paws is that we drop the perfectionism. I say perfectionism kills our soul by drips. It doesn't happen overnight, but because when I was young, I got lots of kind of acclaim or pats on the back for my perfectionism but as you get older and as some of your listeners probably about my mid right. to late right. 30s it started not serving me well at all and we have to embrace this idea of good enough that when a task has been done to that good enough stage it might not be perfect yet but it is good enough that we leave it so that we have some pause left yeah. Um, The other thing that I, I am still in the process of learning is creating boundaries and I just had a conversation with someone it was a delightful conversation but in the midst of that conversation they asked me to do something that would have stripped some pause from my life and I had to kindly and gently and lovingly say, no, I can't, I can't do that. I could do this, but I can't do that. And so I think those are really the two keys in my life that I have learned over time is to embrace good enough and to really implement some gentle boundaries that protect our pause.
0: I love that so much because the thing that really gets me about, first of all, I love that embrace good enough, but here you are at this stage and you're able to look back and be able to say, even now that you have all this you space available, you have a lot more white space in your life, Mm -hmm. but yet you have learned to protect even what you have now. Whereas when we're young and overwhelmed, I think sometimes we just keep adding on, adding on just for lack of experience, you know, lack of knowledge. And you know, we just kind of get stuck on that you know, that treadmill. So that is such a good, good advice. Okay, so one of the things I think is so interesting and powerful about what you just said is that in this stage of life now, you have learned those boundaries. You mentioned your two things of embracing good enough, which I love, and boundaries. Mm -hmm. So it's so interesting how as we get older and we actually have more time, that we become better at setting boundaries than when we needed those boundaries most, right?
1: It's really true, it is true. And this is why it's so delightful to get to have relationships at our stage of life with younger women, to share some of those things. And just last week, I, I felt the need to reconnect with my church a little bit post-COVID. I guess maybe I feel like everybody else that we're just a little at loose ends. So I joined a book club that our women's ministry is doing at church. And when I walked in, Pat, I was stunned that I was the oldest woman in the room by far. Like That happens more and more. How does that happen? I used to be that young chicky, know, know. but as I sat there, it was so delightful. Of course, I learned things from them, but there were some things that I could see from my old 30-something self that I'm like, Oh, I'm here with a purpose, like not just to learn from them, although that will happen too, but I've got a few little things that I'll get to share in this group. And this is the beauty of... Titus too, right? The older women and the younger women as we learn from each other and we teach each other in these new seasons.
0: Yeah, I love that. Well, both of your comments here, embracing good enough and setting boundaries are perfect for protecting the pause. Mm -hmm. Tell me quickly before we close, what if you, as that 30 something and not to think that it, both of those age groups matter because my experience and the women who listen to my podcast and respond are on both ends of those scales of younger women with moms and older women you know who are finding more time and have learned to protect the pause so what would you say to your 30 something self now as far as those boundaries like it sounds good but let's have how many you had two sons right Yes. So you have two sons, each one involved in their own extracurricular activities. Each one bringing to the table responsibilities that you have. You have a part-time job or maybe even Mm -hmm. a full-time job of trying to be. What what would you say is the good enough range that a young woman could aspire to for finding God in her everyday life and Mm -hmm. acknowledging his presence and his power in her current situation, what advice would you give her?
1: I think the first thing to do is to spend time with God and write down your priorities in order, and then really ask yourself when things come up, as they inevitably do. Even in our season of life, Pat, you know that sometimes it's because we have a little bit more margin. People expect more, or ask more of us, and so it's really important for us to understand what our life's priorities are, and to really run any request by those priorities. I mean, wrestle it out with God, right? Down your priorities. Like, what am I supposed to be about these days, God? And write those down and then let those inform you how to say yes and how to say no to things. And and listen, I'm not talking about the belligerent. No, I'm not going to help you with that. I'm talking about the loving. I just heard, I just read a meme that I, I'm going to use this, so I'm going to pass it on. It's not mine. But instead of saying, I don't have time for that, say I don't have space for that because sometimes I don't know about you I feel guilty if I actually have time but I know that it's going to strip the margin that I need out of my life and so I'll say yes anyway but if we say I don't have space for that that implies a layer layers of things that's this is going to this is going to sap me spiritually I. I don't actually have the time or I don't have the mental capacity for that, emotional capacity for that because of the other things in my life right now. So I think that if we know what our priorities are, it makes it much easier to say, yes, I can do that or no, I don't have the space for that. But thank you so much for asking,
0: you <laughs> I love that you that you've given some real clear things as far as boundaries and priorities I can picture like in my younger days which I did not do but having on my refrigerator even these are my priorities and even maybe by the week (laughs) like this week so-and-so has a camping trip and you know these are my priorities this week and then you know when something comes up I have visualized that, I've seen it, and I I know exactly what my boundaries are and how much space I have available. Yes. I I love that. And the other thing I've learned too, as I've gotten older and have more time, is that because I'm like you, and I've had a tendency just to start filling up my time, but Mm -hmm. if I leave open gaps, then they add space for what comes along that does fit into my priorities or matters.
1: If I that's really up, good
0: just because as you're older and you have that morning available if you automatically fill it up then with you when your son calls with that sick child you have no space
1: good word so really, yes
0: leaving some empty gaps for God to fill as he sees fit without mm-hmm. scampling everything thing out so anyway th- those are great great tips thank you so much Amy and I can't wait for your book now when does it come out first of all I love
1: Esther who doesn't right oh well you know what I didn't love Esther really until I started studying her isn't that fascinating I yes so anyway that's a true true confession but I do love her now once I dove into her story yes so when does that release that comes out July the 12th, and it's called Esther Seeing Our Invisible God in an Uncertain World. Wow, so, those are big words. We're excited okay. about so it. I'll
0: put the link in the show notes to get that and to pre-order, you know, even now. I don't know what date this will air, but we'll put the links in there. And I just am so, so grateful for your being here with us and sharing your pause moments with my listeners. I am really appreciated.
1: Well, thank you for having me join you. I've enjoyed it soon. Yeah.
0: All right. Thank you, Amy. Bye, Pat. Bye.